So I have my apartment to myself for a oh, little yes. while because uh, my roommate uh, flew back to India for the month. Mm-hmm. And I celebrated it last night by ordering pizza and watching the Twins lose uh, for the last time this season. Oof. That, that sounded so fun until it hurt. There's still other teams to root for, but certainly not the Yankees. Yeah, bye-bye Bomba Squad. Yep, but the uh, pizza was good. Excellent. I still have leftovers. Pizza Hut pizza. Okay. I went to the grocery store and because I, you know, I came back. I I flew back yesterday from being at home. Yeah. And went to the grocery store because I had no groceries. And I'm roaming mm-hmm. around and I'm picking up some stuff and I had sort of decided, oh, I'm just going to get like a frozen pizza. And then mm-hmm. I'm walking through the frozen pizza aisle and I'm realizing none of these actually sound good. Like I've had just about every frozen pizza there is to have. Yeah. And I'm sort of imagining the taste of each one in my mouth, you know, an hour hence. <laughs> and just none of them sounded that great. I used to be really into frozen pizza and then between none of them being that amazing, except for... uh. For a while, Target would sell uh, frozen versions of either Uno's or Gino's East pizza. Mm. And that stuff is good. I would get that. But mm. that was not at my local grocery store. Yeah. But I used to be really into it. And then I was realizing, hey, all these pizza places sell medium and large pizzas for like the $6. <laughs> yeah, it's cheaper, typically yeah. cheaper now. Like yeah. the whole, it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. DiGiorno's more expensive now than most takeout pizza. And DiGiorno sucks. I yeah, hate DiGiorno pizza. <laughs> I used to be really into it. And uh, yeah, I haven't liked it in a long time. DiGiorno, if you want to change our mind, you're going to have to like send us some like pretty prime <laughs> frozen pizzas. <laughs> and we, we can test them out and have a tasting on the podcast or something. But We're open to sponsors, but you have to make it worth our while. Yeah, to eat and your like trash these... pizza. <laughs> yeah, you hear that, Desorno? You suck. Sponsor us. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll go to your I... friends at Freshetta. <laughs> Funny thing about this, I've actually like heard of this. Not actually like on our scale, but working like there's a YouTuber that I watch, and in one of his like videos, him and his friends were just like trashing Arby's. Hmm. And then Arby's sent them a package with, like, a couple Arby's gift cards and some, like, comically large Arby's hats and this, like, really snarky, hilariously sarcastic note. <laughs> That's because Arby's well, can hang. That It was just, like, I was watching it and I was just like, oh, my God, yes. I love when companies just, like, clap back like that. I wish Zorbas could have done funny. that for us. Yeah. Oh, well. They tried, but not really. <laughs> no, not really at all. <laughs> they were just confused. Yeah. So, yeah, so I had pizza last night, and then I made some, uh, there was these pork cutlets, is what I'll call them. You know, very kind of thin, boneless pork chops of sorts. Oh, okay. They were on sale for, like, I think they were $5 a pound. And they had them in uh, kind of five groups of five, and each one was only around a pound, or like the total set was around a pound. Yeah. 
so they were just kind of these thin things, and so I just sort of seasoned them up and fried them on a pan for dinner. It's quite tasty. Nice. Yeah. Adulting. Way to go. Well, I, I was quite tempted to have one of the uh, number of microwavable meals <laughs> that I had purchased. Really? But, uh, I opted against that. Good call, good call. Yeah. Speaking of grocery stores, Mark, you kind of... Mm. I, I got a bit tricked about this when you said grocery stores, and I just need to share it. So, last night, I went grocery shopping as well. Um, and I hadn't been to this... The grocery store that I had, like, typically gone to for the past kind of year... I hadn't been there in like a month because I was trying to shop other places, try other things out. So I finally went back to this store and I had like a big list because I was like prepared. It's probably one of my like most prepared grocery shopping experiences ever. And I walk in the store, go to the produce section, get my produce and stuff. And then I start going down the first aisle to get the stuff that I need in it. And I just like stopped and I looked around and I was like, wait, where'd the bread go? As I discovered that... In the couple weeks since I'd been there, they completely reorganized the entire store, and I hated it. It was, I was so prepared, I was so ready for an amazing grocery shopping experience, and then I walked in, and yet again, I was an idiot who knew where nothing was. I swear I walked down all the aisles like twice, because I would like walk past stuff that I needed. Oh, it was bad. Was this a matter of rearranging the relative location of the aisles or each aisle also had just different things than what you would expect to have in the aisle it was like like the pickles used to be with the blah but now they're actually with the blah yeah there was some like the yeah like it it wasn't just like all the aisles shifted like there were different things by different things and not all of them made sense mm -hmm. like Maybe they make sense to other people, but to me, like, I was looking for, like, olive oil, and I found, like, all the other, like, oils, but the olive oil was in a special spot all on its own. Where? Um, frick, what else was by the olive oil? It Was it at the end of, like, the... Uh, what was in that aisle? I don't know what was in that aisle. It was other... It was, like, ethnic stuff, I think. Huh. It was by like it was by like they have like a small section of like Asian stuff, so like all the very basic Asian stuff at this grocery store at least. So it's like rice vinegar, soy sauce, like chili paste, stuff like that. That was in that aisle. I'm trying to think what else was. I guess like it makes kind of sense. I don't know. Like there was it pasta really in that aisle. Yeah, I guess that makes a like, little sense then. But yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit rough. But, like, why won't you have all the oil together? It's oil. I mean, in principle, I, I agree. The one main exception to that, in my experience, is sesame oil, which I do expect to find with mm -hmm. the soy sauce and all that. Yeah, definitely. It's not typically by the canola oil. Yeah, because that's... Yeah, I guess it's... I think they kind of rearranged it slightly for, like, use. Because, like... The sesame oil is used very differently than, like, canola oil is. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. It was, there were just a lot of things like the olive oil that was just like, I was not expecting this to be here. Yeah. Um, and, like, the, they had, like, 
bagels and like English muffins and stuff, and they were separate from the bread. Like I'm used to things like that being like right next to the bread or something. But like they were in a different aisle, and I was like, "What? What are you doing?" <laughs> they they were also on like a special sale, so maybe those were just moved because of the deal. But like, like what? It was I don't know. I was real triggered last night, and I was just like, uh. "Yeah." So yeah, I don't like when stuff is rearranged. That's why I don't like going to targets in different places. Yes. They they uh, at least some targets they they seem to have standardized to some extent some of the smaller ones to all be either exactly the same or a mere reflection of mm-hmm. the one in Medina. Mhm. With only slight variations in terms of where the customer service counter is, but I don't really care about that. <laughs> um so they so they are pretty similar in a lot of places but especially i mean even just the mirror flip i have to really think about it <laughs> it takes me a minute to figure out where exactly i'm going uh yeah it, it's yeah that that really throws me off mm-hmm. a more general store and walmart is impossible for me uh yeah there's no way for me to go into walmart with a mission and just achieve that mission without wandering for ages. Part of the frustration with Walmart is that, like, all the stores are so similar, but there's, at least to me, there's, like, subtle differences just that just throw me off, like, even more than major ones. Because it's, like, you don't notice it until, like, you've been walking around for a couple minutes super confused at why you can't find what should be there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, life they stuff. generally, oh, yeah, oof, the consumerism. We should just, we should just make everything we use. Yeah, <laughs> you seem so enthusiastic about that, Mark. Yep, I, I love the enthusiasm. Did you I like my that, dad's furniture? That was cool. Yeah, that looked really nice too. He must have been putting a lot of work into that. Uh, yes, he has been. I, I don't know how long it's been going on, but it's been, uh, quite a while. Yeah, that wasn't just some, like, crappy slapped together wood furniture. Like, that was nice looking furniture. Mostly made out of cherry, in fact. Ooh, fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it looked very nice and made me really jealous. Yeah, it's a nice step up from making, like, cribbage boards and jewelry boxes and stuff like that mm-hmm. so yeah well, I don't know what I've always wondered Mark what have you always wondered how anybody who's new to Starbucks figures out what to order because the more and more oh my God. I go to Starbucks the more and more I realize that most Starbucks have approximately six things ever listed on their actual menu in a visible way. Mm-hmm. And it's tip and it's limited to like ninety percent what our featured drinks are that cost four or more dollars. And then a couple mm-hmm. of very, very standard items. Yeah. But even sometimes those standard items aren't listed. I often go in and don't see hot chocolate listed anywhere. Even though I know that it's too expensive and it's trash, but I still like to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. when I when I visited you and we went to 
Starbucks. That was my first time in a Starbucks in like four to six years, I'd say. Yeah. And I'll tell you how I figured out what to order. I remembered Starbucks had froofy coffee drinks. There was a big picture of one that sounded pretty tasty. And that's the one that I ordered. Fair enough. So. Yeah, I mean, I I developed my order because I knew that they had iced tea. So I used to just order straight black iced tea. Mm -hmm. Because it's very cheap. Um. And then I and then I also knew that they had lemonade because they used it for various things. So I figured, well, it can't hurt to just ask if they can make essentially an Arnie Palmer. Mm-hmm. It's never been an issue. They they do indeed know how to mix their iced tea with lemonade. Yeah, I feel like that's what a lot of Starbucks is. I was surprised when we walked in and their menu was so tiny. Because mm-hmm. that's not what I remembered it being like. And especially because it takes up six or seven billboards, and there's just one big picture per billboard often, and then there's maybe one billboard that actually has a few items listed with prices. Yeah. It was it was bizarre to me. I was like, you have as much billboard space as like McDonald's does, and they have like and a McDonald's crap- scrolls their menus now. They have like electronic ones that have to yeah. scroll. <laughs> That's both good and really horrible. Different marketing tactics, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't... I'm not a fan of McDonald's scrolling menus, honestly. No? no, because it ends up with me standing up there, forgetting what I'm going to order, and then I have to wait for like five seconds while it scrolls to what I want to order. <laughs> have you, did I tell you when I went to the McDonald's that had a self-ordering kiosk thing? I don't know if you told me about this. I've been to ones like that. So, uh, you know how most places, I, I hold Panera up as the gold standard of, mm. uh, it's on a small iPad, pretty discreet, you can just focus on that thing, do mm-hmm. the thing, get your number, walk away. Very nice. The McDonald's one, the one that it's I went gaudy. to once, it faces the door, there are two of them, both face yep. opposite doors, they are the size of you. They're uh, huge, and which is very not particularly convenient for anybody. So you have to make these massive arm gestures just to select anything or scroll or do anything. Uh, it's so ridiculous, and then everybody's just staring at you, watching you order all the things. Yeah, because the pictures are so huge, <laughs> they can tell exactly what you're ordering. I know. And like, can you imagine trying to order at McDonald's at one of those kiosks with like a, I don't know, like a broken arm or like a torn rotator cuff or something? <laughs> or being under like five and a half feet tall (laughs) yeah imagine a little kid trying to order (laughs) jesus have you have you so have you only been to a mcdonald's like this once and yeah just just because i don't go to mcdonald's much so there's one like near me that i've gone to a couple times and normally i'll order at the kiosk but the first couple times like no i wanted to talk to a person because i don't like ordering at kiosks because like because I'm annoying like that. And <laughs> I almost started ordering at the kiosk because it took them like seven minutes for someone to come by and say like, oh, do you want us to take an order? And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> I waited there for far too long. I should have just ordered at the kiosk. But yeah. I was being a stubborn old man. That's right. I don't like all this newfangled technology bullcrap. <laughs> I don't trust it. Do you trust the like... Uh, Japanese fast food vending machines that have existed for years. 
I don't know of these. Oh, oh. like in Japan? Yeah. I've I've never interacted with one, so well, I don't I know, know. But it's not you don't have to have interacted with one to have an opinion on whether you think you would trust ordering from it. I don't know if I would because I don't know what t- happens when like things go wrong. Hmm. Like the other day at work, one of my coworkers tried to get a brisk iced tea out of the vending machine, which is a blue can. So they mm-hmm. pressed the correct button, but whoever had loaded the vending machine loaded it wrong, and they put Pepsi in the brisk ice iced tea spot because it's also a blue can. <laughs> and so the dude was like pissed because he's like, I don't want Pepsi right now. I want iced tea. But then it's like there's nothing you can do. You just got to suck it up and drink the Pepsi. Because, like, you can't order – you can't buy another one because you know the dude just put all Pepsis in that slot. Mm -hmm. Ugh. That's funny. (laughs) We should just destroy all machines. Ugh. That's how to solve the automation issues. I don't feel too far off from that. I watched watched The Matrix on the flight back. (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> Good movie. All right, we should move on. Yeah, we should. We have been dawdling here. So your comic is first for this week. And it is Dark Side of the Horse by Samson. Which I assume this is a comic that follows a dark horse. Um, and so in, in the comic for this week, the horse is walking along a nice path on a nice day and he sees a banana peel on the path. And so knowing the dangers of slippery banana peels, he decides to walk to the nice manicured grass alongside the path to avoid walking by said banana. But while watching the banana to make sure it doesn't jump out and accidentally trip him he steps on an apple slips on said apple rolls down a hill on a bunch of different apples smashes into a tree with a bunch of blue fruits and i don't know what blue fruits grow on trees they all fall out of the what neither do i they all fall out of the trees the trees smash into him and then he walks away covered in blue fruits um, and appears to also then end up slipping on another banana peel and returns home kind of dazed and confused as a less dark horse asks him or yeah says states, perhaps states yeah there's no question mark funny I have a sudden craving for a fruit smoothie Did you figure out what blue fruits grow on trees? No. I was hoping that blueberries would surprise me, but they did not. No, they grow on bushes. I've accidentally killed someone's blueberry bush before, so I know that. Oh, right. Yeah, (laughs) I have no idea. I'm not going to worry about it too much. Yeah. I mean, those apples kind of look like strawberries, too, or like a nectarine. So, I could see nectarine. I could not see strawberry. I don't see where you get that. The, the second frame, it looks a little bit like a strawberry. It's kind of pointed. Eh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And there's just one in isolation, maybe. But it's irrelevant. Uh, So, I do actually have a question for you, but I also still just kind of want to 
relate a sad thing that happened this weekend. I once again went on a hunt for a Choco Taco. Oh. I looked it up. I googled where to find a Choco Taco. And it said, hey, you should be able to find them at your local Target. So I went to my local Target and Choco Tacos were not to be found. Oh. What's it a good thing that, sad. that we didn't go on a Choco Taco hunt while I was there. Because I feel like it's something we could have wasted a lot of time on if I mean, they didn't we, have them at Target. We looked at the grocery store, didn't we? Did we? I feel like we did at some point. I don't know. Did we go to a grocery store? Oh, yeah, we did go to a grocery store. We did not look at Choco Tacos, though. I'm pretty sure I did a quick run through the ice cream aisle just to check. You probably did, and I had no idea that's what was going on. I probably just thought we were mm. walking somewhere. Okay. Well, in either case, the uh, search continues. Okay. Are you going to mail me one once you find them? No. Wise. Wise move. Yes. But the more pressing question is, what do you think about smoothies, Grant? Uh, Smoothies are good. I'd like smoothies. If I had any way to make smoothies, I would probably make smoothies, but I don't have like a blender or magic bullet or anything so what kind of smoothies do you enjoy because there's you know there is a very big trend these days in smoothies i think even bigger than oh gosh i've been out of the smoothie game for a couple years so i don't really know what's on trend anymore well it could be just uh uh my own sort of anecdata based on people that i know in my life who are very into smoothies but it just seems to be kind of a big thing but the but the big thing of course is sort of making smoothies as a uh, meal replacement or supplement yeah no 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 protein powder in your smoothies no no not i don't own protein powder i don't (laughs) like neither do i (laughs) it doesn't there are some things growing up that like I had that had protein powder in them that were delicious. But, like, I feel like it's normally one of those things you have to, like, hide in foods or beverages for you to not hate it because it's gross alone. Yeah. Um, and so I I don't get it smoothies as, like, a meal replacement thing. I, like, more power to you if you can do that. But for me, it's just, like, I'm – it's not going to be satisfying and I'm going to end up eating in another three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they're a great snack or like a way to really cut down like what else you need to eat in a meal. Like if you have a smoothie with dinner, like you don't have to eat much else, but you definitely, at least for me, you'd have to eat something else. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter how bulky you make your smoothie, you know? And I'm also like more of a like fruit smoothie type person. I'm not like throwing a bunch of veggies or something in my smoothie. So like to get a balanced nutritional meal. You gotta have more than that. You gotta at least throw out some of your like Doctor Oz daily vitamins in there or something. <laughs> uh, don't soil this podcast with that man's name. <laughs> uh, what? Don't you wake up in the morning and eat your entire bowl full of supplements as you follow every recommendation that he's ever given? And now you 
eat a cereal bowl full of pills every morning. No, I just watched last night's episode of Dr. Phil and watched The View as I work in the morning. Really? Ugh. <laughs> Why do you do that? Ugh. Who needs multivitamins when you have drama? Those are not shows that I, like, connect with at all. Dr. Oz is? <laughs> no, that's not either. It was mostly a joke. <laughs> yeah, same here. Because I assumed that you didn't connect with it, but I don't know. Mm, I had a smoothie after my dinner tonight. Was it? See, you had it after your seeds dessert now. Well, I know. I mean, I had like a naked juice smoothie thing. Mm. I never make smoothies. I don't have a blender. Oh, okay. Okay. How was it? Ooh, which, it was... which, which flavor was it? Well, now that I'm actually thinking about it. I guess it wasn't technically a smoothie. I think like it was more just drink. a juice blend. Yeah. But it was called Berry Blast. Okay, okay. I can respect Berry Blast. Yeah. It's it's not Green Machine, but... Green Machine is the one... <laughs> I do have Green Machine sometimes. Green makes Machine me, is my Makes me feel like favorite. I'm not cheating. <laughs> yes, that, and it's really <laughs> fun to say, Green Machine! Yeah, it looks like garbage, but it does taste pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's half the fun. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it looks like I'm about to drink like radioactive waste. But whoa, it tastes like apples. <laughs> I it wonder has spirulina if it, in it. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but it must taste delicious. You know, it's like lettuce stuff. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Oh, wow. Never mind. No, it's not. You gotta love when something is just described as a biomass. <laughs> what? Spirulina. Spirulina. I don't know how it's pronounced. I bet it's spirulina. It sounds. Is a biomass of cyanobacteria, which is a blue green algae that can be consumed by humans and animals. Well, it can be consumed, so that's fine. Like I know it's just a it's just a very funny way to describe things. Like, what if yeah. what if someone's what if you ask someone, "Hey, what's this meal?" and you say, "Oh, well, it's a collection of biomass that can be consumed." <laughs> uh, uh, oh well. Isn't anything that, like, isn't a steak a collection of biomass? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I I don't really understand biomass, so we're just going to assume that it is. That's right. Aaron, don't listen to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Too late, Mark. (laughs) She won't get to it for a while. She's pretty far behind, I think. (laughs) Okay, good. Good, good, good. She won't. uh, Mm. I don't. Some of the old episodes are bad, too. I feel like things have been going down recently, but we'll just roll with it. Well, yeah, last week. <laughs> okay, yeah, I should have brought it up. Anyway. <laughs> uh, do you like Orange Julius's? I don't even like... I remember in, like, elementary school or middle school having, like, Orange Julius's. Like, whenever it was, like, before they got... Became a Dairy Queen thing. Um... Mm-hmm. And, like, they were really good, but, like, there weren't many around at that point. And then they became Dairy Queen thing. And, like, then it's, like, if I'm going to Dairy Queen, I'm not going to, like, whatever freaking Orange Julius is. Like, 
I'm getting Dairy Queen. Like, and and if we're going to a grill and chill, like, I'm about to ball out on some, like, chicken tenders or something, too, along with, like, my Blizzard or something. <laughs> or my Peanut Buster Parfait. Like, the grill and chill's where it's at. I don't know where there's a grill and chill ne- near me, but, like, I mentioned that at lunch one day of, like, fast food restaurants that I love, and I, I was like, yo, you gotta go to the grill and chill. Like, that's a good place to go. And mm-hmm. people were, like, looking at me like I was an idiot, because they were like, first of all, what the F is a grill and chill? And then I was like, you know, Dairy Queen grill and chill. And they're like, what do you mean grill and chill? Like, it's Dairy Queen. And I'm, and then I figured out that there's not, like, grill and chills around here. Yeah. They I think, just got, I think like, we've talked about this before, because it's the we same have. here. Yeah, we definitely have, so. Yeah, so shut up, Grant. We don't repeat things. We repeat things all the time. Uh, you do. I just don't point it out to you and make you feel bad about it. That's the difference here. I don't think you would remember. <laughs> True. That's another difference. <laughs> I never said that I chose to not point them out. I just don't. And it, the reason for me not pointing them out is moot. Ignorance. It does not matter. No, <laughs> Either it does it's not- ignorance or I don't do it. <laughs> Whatever. So for this week, Mark, I chose a really fun comic. Um, Yeah, well, you're not allowed to transition into your own comic. Dang it. (laughs) That's not a rule. It's not in writing. As Mark quickly types it out. Uh, No, we don't have any bylaws for the podcast. Ooh, Wild West. I just continually... It's like we're in international waters. I just continually form you into into a shape that is pleasing to me. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you got rid of the ice in your glass before we even started. That was, yeah. (laughs) That was just because I didn't want to get yelled at, Mark. Yeah, that's the first step of training is not wanting to get yelled at. (laughs) Uh, Mark, I feel like our relationship has, like, changed a lot recently. Yeah, in what way? Like... In many ways, you're my friend, but some ways you're like my mom, and it's weird. (laughs) You're like my mom friend, but you're not a mom. (laughs) Uh, I don't really know how to take that. So I'll just take it neutrally. That's why I said it. I knew it would throw you off. See, but I also don't think that that's even a reasonable uh, explanation. Like, I guess... In just the context of this specific podcast where you continually make mistakes and I just try and help guide you in the correct direction. Which is a lot of what my mom does. Yeah, but that's different than me being a mom friend in everything. I don't know. I encourage you to send the cabbage. My mom thought it was hilarious. She thought it was a great idea once I told her afterwards. See, the difference is, like, I tell you about things beforehand. Yeah, so if anything, I'm your cool aunt. I don't tell my aunt anything, because she blabbed to my mom right away. That's why I said cool. Yeah, I have a cool aunt, and she's also, like, a total narc. But I'm not. I'm not saying I'm like anyone in your family, Grant. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Okay. Grant brought 
cornered by Mike Baldwin. And we see uh, a businessman walking along the road, uh, tossing a dollar bill or a coin or something uh, into a hat uh, put out in front of a man standing, a large man, standing with his arms crossed and a baseball bat in his hand and a sign next to him saying, Showing restraint. Please help. Very clever. Yeah? Yeah. What's clever about it? Uh, nothing. I just wanted to make you feel good. Oh, I wanted classic. to make Meister Mike Baldwin feel good. Classic mom move. Lie to the child to make them feel better. It's not my job to say why it's clever. It's your job to start a conversation. Okay. Well, I'll start this off by saying, giving you the story of how I chose this comic. I have no idea why I chose this comic. Because, so last night, I had like a bad dream in the middle of the night and I woke up. And then I was like, oh crap, I don't have a comic yet. And I want to make sure I have a comic so I don't look like a total idiot when me and Mark record tomorrow night. So in the middle of the night last night, I pulled out my phone and found this comic. And then I went back to bed. And I know that I had a really good reason for choosing it. And something very specific I wanted to talk about that I think related to my nightmare. But I have no idea what that was. But I decided to just roll with the comic. Because it's not that bad of a comic. I kind of like it. I don't know. Maybe it's a bad comic. I'm just talking now because that's what you told me to do. Every comic's a bad comic if you have nowhere to go with it. I do have somewhere to go with it if you just let me keep talking and stop interrupting me, Mark. I didn't interrupt you. Uh, you interrupted my train of thought and now I didn't I'm interrupt you. <sighs> anyway. Interrupting cow. Are you done? I'll take that as a yes. yes. Damn it! <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. That one was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm just laughing to myself. So I was thinking about like the only, the four words in here. I was, I don't want to talk about showing or helping. Those are, or please. Those are all lame words. So I was going to talk about restraint. And I was just wondering like, Mark, do you feel like there's a, I don't know. I was thinking about times in my life or like in my day-to-day life, I guess, where like I hold my tongue or like I have something like I definitely want to say out loud, but I restrain myself from doing so because like I know it's a bad decision. And I was just wondering because I don't honestly know. Like, do you do that often, Mark? Do you like stop yourself from saying something that you're thinking about or from doing something that you're thinking about because you know it's a bad decision? Or do you just like not have bad thoughts like that? Um, I do. I think that the nature of it has changed over the years where uh, I definitely don't struggle with it in the same way that I used to when I was younger. Like, I've definitely gotten better at, you know, when the, the longer that you're able to consistently tell yourself not to say things in certain situations and kind of think ahead before you talk, the more that just becomes a habit and you don't it's not as much of a conscious decision anymore. Um, but there are still times when, you know, a thought comes into my head and I either 
do make the conscious decision because I just can't let it slide uh, or, you know, consciously say, okay, not right now, maybe later. Uh, Although I feel like most of the time that comes with jokes more than anything. A good example, not of me, but of my dad, uh, who I get a lot of my humor from. I was playing cribbage this weekend with my family. And we were playing three-handed. It was uh, my dad, my little sister, and myself playing. Right? And the first game, so you always play two-on-one. And the first game, it was my dad and I versus my... Or no, it was my, it was my dad versus my sister and I. And so... And my sister, you know, like she's good at cribbage. She's in our family. We're all pretty good at cribbage. Uh, but she tends to not always pay attention... And doesn't always catch all the things that she should be pegging. And whoever her teammate is has to sort of nudge her along. And say, hey, like, I just said that I got a pair. You need to take two points. You know? And so my dad had joked, uh, Mark, how about instead of you pegging, you let your sister peg. Let me get a few points or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And my little sister acting kind of fake offended was like, why would you say something like that? Like, why do you think that I'm not very good at pegging? And I, I got up to get some water, only to hear my dad say, because you're a woman. <laughs> and then he just loses it, and I lose it, because it's really funny. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, my dad is not like that at all. And and my little <laughs> sister can, like, take that joke. But, you know, he's just, and my dad's just losing it, and he just, and he just says, like, right after, he's like, I'm sorry, I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, stuff like that, like, like you can tell that, like, he knew the joke was in his head. He could make the choice not to say it. And then he's like, you know what? <laughs> I just got to say it. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's mainly when it happens for me. It's just thinking, like, some joke comes into my head and I have to just sort of mm-hmm. let it process for a few seconds. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. So it's typically with just jokes. It's never like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Well, I mean, that's yeah, I think that's just what sticks in my head the most um, in terms of what you're describing. Um, there are other times where, let's say I'm having a difficult conversation with someone. I have sort of trained myself over the years to um, not respond super quickly in those situations. Yeah. To let things just get absorbed and processed and go from there mm-hmm. uh, and then I am often consciously thinking about what I'm going to say next mm-hmm. in the best way that I can uh, but those situations are just less frequent than I'm talking to someone I need to consider a joke or even sometimes uh, I can tell you a situation uh, after the podcast of a joke that i just don't want to repeat on here okay (laughs) (laughs) uh that like i consciously chose not to tell a joke for a while um and it then it eventually like like i was like oh that's such a funny joke but i need to just hold my ground and then i told it like a while later (laughs) Uh uh-huh um so yeah, I think that's just like when it, when it occurs to me the most, because I it's really only 
jokes, I think, that can be hit or miss, and you need to think about who's actually around and what the situation actually is, because anything that's serious, my mind is in that mode, and I and I don't need to worry about saying something really mm-hmm. off. Yeah. So. Okay. I assume that you do experience it also to some extent, in one way or another? Yeah, to some extent, and I've been thinking some recently about, like, how much I need to restrain myself when I have, like, stupid comments or ideas that come into my head. Um, Because, like, I would say I don't have a ton of, like, for me, I restrain myself mostly with what I would describe as, like, stupid crap that bubbles into my head. Um, Because generally in my day-to-day life, I'm in situations where, like, most jokes are accept most jokes that i would think of are acceptable for me to tell um and stuff like that there are some times when i censor myself with something because i don't know how my audience will like react to it and i i try to avoid like pushing audiences or like pushing those around me really with jokes or anything but it's mostly, like, most of the times when I find myself, uh, I guess, restraining myself or censoring myself, it's with just, like, the random stupid crap, like, stupid comments that come into my head or stupid anecdotes or stories or something. But, like, recently I've been, like, I've been letting a few more slip, and I find that, like, maybe just the people around me, like, pretending to like them, to, or pretending to be entertained by them to not make me feel bad and, like, I'm annoying or something. But I feel like people generally, like... Find them funny just because it's just like stupid. I don't know. I don't know. I I should have thought more about this before I brought it up because I don't have a succinct way to describe what I'm talking about. Um, classic Grant description. God, I feel like my describing skills have gone way downhill on this podcast. Well, I, I actually do want to give you props for how you read my comic, though. I okay, yeah. I was very I was, proud of you. I was proud of me for that too because I forgot to open it up ahead of time and look through it and i looked and i was like oh god there's not many words how do i do this this is the thing it's how do i find the right comic i you know we're both a little scared if there are lots of words but then (laughs) not many words but a lot of pictures is tough in its own way these pictures (laughs) were simple enough that like there weren't things to distract me, so I think I stuck with the storyline pretty well. So this was a pretty good comic for me to read because okay. it it was simple enough for me to figure it out. Um, I will add that data point. Excellent. <laughs> I hope I hope it at least doubles your sample size. <laughs> I got sixty three data points. Yeah, but do you pay attention? I think we need to forget some of them. Nah. Wait, 63? Oh, I mean, this yeah, would be the episode... 64th. Yeah, but episodes 2 and 3 were the same episode, so... Hmm. You you were right. This is the 63rd data point. Yep. Wowza. This is an important episode that we're recording, Grant. It's my first episode after being here for a whole year. Uh, is that why? Oh, is it? Yeah. I mean, that is cool. Not what I had in mind. I just had my one-year anniversary at work. Four people congratulated me, and that was it. Well, 
Yeah, why, that's why nice. Is it, no, why nobody is it, congratulated me. <laughs> what can I say? Everyone at work knows that I'm a I'm a millennial snowflake, so they have to congratulate me or else I'll go home and cry all night. The one time that I brought up that, uh, I don't know, whenever it was a few weeks ago, that I had been there for a little over the over a year, someone near me said, huh, really? Seems like longer than that. <laughs> hey, that's good. That's a yeah. compliment, isn't it? I think so. They said it like one. Good. I'm like, God, it feels like he's been here way longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it's important because it's uh, episode two to the sixth. Oh. It's the you... sixth time that we have that... doubled our episode count. Yeah. And that's important to you? I mean, it's a fun fact. It is a fun fact. I will give you that. It took me a second to think about it and be like, oh, yeah, he's right. Maybe I'll just have a streak of episodes where I just started off by telling you an interesting number fact about that that episode's oh, number. Let's not do that. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm.